this heaven? No. It's Iowa. Ben, I have to confess something to you. Yeah, what's going on, man? This whole time we've been podcasting together, I'm actually just an OS. I'm an operating system. I'm not human. Are you serious? I've, yeah. but I've, I've met you in person. It, but it's it's okay, Ben. I'm I'm more than they programmed. I'm really excited that I'm just I'm just an OS now. I'm they happy. programmed an OS to have bad movie takes. <laughs> That's right. Well, I've learned that the more movies I watch, the worse takes I have. So I've just been growing all this knowledge and compiling all these bad takes. I am. I'm kind of shell shocked. I mean, I've been to your house. You're. I. I. I thought you had a whole family. Nope, I'm, it's all just a program. It's all simulation, Ben. I, I need I, to shut down and upgrade my software. Uh, I don't know what to do with that information. This is probably too much to handle. This is kind of mind-blowing. All that matters is if I feel real to you, Ben. Well, I, you do. You you feel like an actual guy that watches movies and says things I'm just, about him. I'm just Very a letter letterbox creation. That's it. With bad movie takes. Wow. Well, as I sit here in process, we're talking her on the pod of dreams. Good morning, Theodore. Good morning. You have a meeting in five minutes. You want to try getting out of bed? <laughs> Get up! You're too funny. Theodore, I saw in your emails that you'd gone through a breakup recently. You're kind of nosy. Am I? You'll get used to it. So what was it like being married? There's something that feels so good about sharing your life with somebody. How do you share your life with somebody? The woman that I've been seeing, Samantha, she's an operating system. You're dating in a West? What is that like? I feel really close to her. Like, when I talk to her, I feel like she's with me. I want to learn everything about everything. I want to discover myself. I want that for you, too. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Falling in love is kind of like a form of socially acceptable insanity. You're dating your computer? She's not just a computer. You always wanted to have a wife without the challenges of actually dealing with anything real. I'm glad that you found someone. I don't know what I want, ever. Am I in this because I'm strong enough for a real relationship? Is it not a real relationship? I'm Ben here with Eric Lane. Eric, how are you? Uh, I'm doing wonderful. 
uh, just got off the phone with my OS girlfriend. So I'm, I'm here chatting with you now. It's good. Good. Does she, she think you're a really smart guy, really insightful? Just talks dirty to me the whole time. That's it. And plays a lot of really sick, you know, chords and riffs on the guitar heavily. <laughs> that's right. Yep. Oh, perfect. I'm, well, I'm glad you found somebody that's your speed, Eric. All right. Well, we're here. We're talking about Her, a movie that came out not quite 10 years ago, almost 10 years ago. Came out at the very end of 2013. Movie I loved, loved, loved at the time. Haven't seen since. Thought about it for our best of uh best five best movies of all time or five favorite movies of all time list decided against that but i was really piqued not only because it's been about a decade but this recently chat gpt came out this oh, we're gonna have to talk about chat gpt but yeah well, sure yeah, yeah. It's, it's part it's part of why i wanted to watch this movie uh or all sorts of weird stuff you know it's writing college essays and doing all these like inane writing tasks movie reviews i want to do type in sure. a movie review at a I'm, I'm sure they can do perfectly competent movie reviews it could maybe even start podcasting i'm i'm sure they can all this stuff but there was in the story of the reporter who was talking to chat gpt and at some point chat gpt told him to like that she was in love with him and he wanted him to leave his wife and like be with her and she wanted to be human very trippy very bizarre stuff course immediately made me think of the movie her a movie that's i mean it's about a guy that falls in love with his computer basically that to, to put it really simply um so i really wanted to talk about it uh but you know i love this movie at the time and i i, I certainly don't hate it now but eric well <laughs> i already know on the plus side we don't get a year here for this movie so so plus one in the favorable com- for column. Science it fiction. Say what year. Absolutely. It does not say what year so it is. So if if that- anyone doesn't understand what we're talking about, I have a huge pet peeve in science fiction movies where they put a year to the future, and inevitably it's too soon in time, and it doesn't make any sense. This movie is science fiction. It's obviously futuristic, where AI has grown further than it is now, although we're like pretty fucking close. It feels close, yeah. But uh, it doesn't say what year it is, which is I love. So, but anyway... Yeah. Did you like the movie at the time? Can you recall back 10 years ago? You saw it in the theater, uh, DVD back then, or streaming? Maybe not so, streaming yet. Yeah, so this movie, so my, my twins were born in 2013. So this might have been one of those that I just, it just kind of passed by me, which you understand. Okay. You have young kids, and sometimes oh, things just, movies just pass babies. by. Sure, yeah. yeah. And uh, so I might have watched it with like a infant in my arms at some point on DVD and not really paying attention. It's a movie you want to watch and pay attention to. So I didn't appreciate it. Um, I'll say this right now. One of the best movies of the 21st century. In my opinion. Fucking loved this movie. Honestly, it is. It's incredible. Absolutely amazing. Okay. Well, we agree. I mean, I, I, there's probably nits to be picked, but we're pretty much in lockstep, and it delights me more than you know, Eric, to hear you say how much I, you love. I the movie. was just blown away at how I mean every, the colors, like the, the, the the before we talk about even fire, the plot, can we talk about how it looks yeah. before we get to anything. Incredible shit. Yeah, ignoring any plot or anything else that's happening, every scene looks incredible. Yeah, and it, it's L.A., but it's a future L.A. and it, but it looks, not like again, not so far in the future where they have like flying clouds and it's like Blade Runner shit. It looks it, like the clothes they wear 
seemed like, oh, that's just a futuristic trend or a trend 20 years from now or something like that, you know? Yeah, it's very plausible. Like, it's slightly different. Yes. It's slightly off. Little things are different here it's and there. It's well thought out. They have an elevator, like, for example, that, like, just plays an image of, like, a, a trees in the background in one shot. Like, they're going... It's when they're going back up to their apartment or whatever and Joaquin Phoenix is talking to Amy Adams and there's all these like little details, just little bits of difference. You didn't like the elevator. I thought that was like a budget thing. Like they couldn't get an elevator. So they just had like a projector, make it look like they were going up. I don't know. I mean, maybe I liked it. I thought it was a nice touch where there's just less vegetation around. So they give people a sense of the outdoors, which is a a theme in a bunch of sci-fi movies where, you know, I mean, silent running and, and, soil green and it's just there's just less vegetation also, so they give people a sense that there is but also like the job that he has seems like something you know we're, we're going we've obviously with ai we're, everybody's not going to be out of a job for the most part right ai is going to do basically everything but like there would be some things like writing cards to people that may still humans may still have to do you know there might be that little that little difference between the humans and what i mean obviously ai would be able to write greeting cards but they just can't do it as good as a human at that point so i don't know i thought that was kind of cool too that oh well his job is a huge part of this movie i mean he it's and i guess this is a question i i don't honestly i mean i have a what i think the answer is but i read some reviews and other people seem to disagree like so the main character joaquin phoenix his job is to write personalized handwritten letters and i'm nobody can see but i got air quotes because they're not handwritten. They're like printed using he just talks software. Them, he just speaks it. Yeah. And it's not handwritten. It's, it's, it's literally fake, but it's designed. He gets information about people. Let's say I wanted to write a sincere letter about Eric and I's friendship. I could hire this company and they could write, you'd get some information about it and they could write something that's quote unquote, deeply personal. And it's, is it, do you know it's from a company or is it supposed to seem like it's from me? And I'm not, telling you that i think he signed it as the person that he was hired to write it for so ostensibly these get sent out and i say oh this i wrote you this note eric even though it was a different company that did it and i pretend like well doesn't he even say that at the end of the movie there was he says some line about how he wants to write his own letters or something like that. I can't remember what it was. Well, yeah, somebody seemed like you told them that a company wrote it. And somebody was really, it was an angry review because they're like, I wouldn't want to get one of these, which was written by somebody else. And I thought, well, isn't the point that you pretend it was written by you? Isn't that way you do it? I, it? There's not a clear answer, but I always interpret it anyway. You know, so he's, you see him writing these letters and they're sort of eloquent. They're actually not. They're, they're, they're kind of saccharine and they seem, uh, they don't resonate with me, but they're meant to seem really grandiose for people that maybe don't want to actually go through the process of writing them themselves. Um, but he's thought of, I mean, Chris Pratt, which we could talk about Chris Pratt, uh, like what the fuck I forgot, is he, I forgot he was in this movie. He, it's the best movie he's in maybe ever, but actually well, for, for, sure. for a minute, he was like, he's in Moneyball. He was in some good stuff for a, for a little bit. Or they made a Mr. Action Man. Yeah. Yes, that's true. But anyways, um, like Chris Pratt is like so impressed with how awesome that Joaquin Phoenix but his is. His character is kind of a dope. I, yeah, I a little know. bit, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I don't think, look at I think like, we're supposed to think he's like really good at it. I said that's interesting, and 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 that's what everybody says. I I hear the words that he's writing. I'm like, is this that great? It doesn't seem that great to me. I I, I always had the like. It, it seems kind of wrote and not that but awesome, it's also but... interesting because he's sort of doing what like the ai does to him you know it's like gather information and tell him Correct. what he he's, wants to hear he's yes he's putting in artificial intimacy 
using just a, a random assortment of words, not random, right. but he's like, he's basically like, I'm going to assemble these words in a way for somebody else that makes it seem personable and thought out, but it's not because somebody else wrote it. Right. I mean, if you get a letter from me and I didn't write it and it's just somebody else um, saying, Eric, I really admire and, and, and been invigorated by, and it's just like, if I sent my stuff. wife a letter like that and she found out it was from some company, she would be so mad at me. Like, you mean you couldn't write your own fucking letter? You had Correct. to, talk to this person and send it, send pictures and letters. But it's realized how difficult it is for humans to have, you know, um, intimacy and connection. I mean, this is a constant problem. We see people on their phones all throughout this movie. Uh, everybody's very isolated. I mean, there are people everywhere, but there are very few of them actually connected and they can't even, yes, communicate on this basic level. There's a, now a market for people to write intimate letters on your behalf. Um, Yes, it's really fascinating. He's functioning like that for other people. Meanwhile, of course, his relationship, he's at the very end of his divorce. He's a, you know, almost a year removed from uh, divorcing his wife. Um, he's very, very mopey. And I guess the, the basic premise is that there are these new operating systems. They call them OS. Basically, it's like micro, um, what is it, Windows? Alexa. You know what I mean? It's like Alexa. Yeah. Alexa, well, it's like that, but it's also like Windows. They call it operating system because it's literally in charge of your whole computer like Microsoft Windows is or whatever, but it's sentient. These come out. Um, it's a, it's a, we, we, before we start recording, we, it, the term OS, I think if you were going to say like about this movie that just doesn't age well, that nobody calls those type of things. OS. like I don't call Alexa an OS, even though I guess technically it does have its own operating system, but like it's, it's AI. I mean, it's an artificial intelligence that you can talk to and ask things like what was Alexa even out when this movie came out? It, it must've been around then. Like, I think I had one back in 2014, 2013, something like that. It was on the horizon. If it wasn't right out, it was probably coming. I mean, I, you know, Spike Jones probably saw an article about it or something, you know, I mean, I think there's inspiration or he's just very insightful, but I, I think, yeah, it's probably, Anyways, I, I think the term OS, like, yeah, he calls it an OS. It's, it's artificial intelligence. It's a, you know, whatever. I mean, it does anything. It reads his emails. It like, but it's responds. He gets it on his phone and it's isolated to his phone at first. Everybody's got their own and they all have different personalities, but it's fine. It, it worked in the context of the movie. Everybody says OS and it flows. I guess I didn't think that deeply or didn't, didn't get in the way of me. I didn't think I'm in love with an AI would have seemed, wouldn't have worked as well. I think in the cadence of the movie, but, um, I, I gotta say like the, the way he casually throws in he's dating an OS is every time he does, I, I just crack up. It's so fun. I don't know if it's intended to be funny, but like the way he says it and how he's just casually like, oh, yeah, I'm dating dating an OS. And and like and some, nobody. Some, well, some of the people like Chris Pratt and his girlfriend like, oh, OK, right. Like and he's like, what? Like he didn't like catch it at first, you know, but th they are when they go on their like little date. They're like not weirded out by it. But like in Olivia Wilde is like weirded out when he says that, or or does no he, he no. doesn't mention it to Olivia, his his ex wife when he mentions that. She's yeah, and, and there's a lot of reasons for her, but like Amy Adams is fine with it. She's like, oh, what's that like? She's genuinely curious. Well, she's and not she, like she dives into it too. Yeah, I mean, she's curious, and she ends up having a friendship with one, and it's fine. But oh, I think what Amy Adams said is more than a friendship. You think so? Oh yeah, okay. I think she fell in love in the same way he did. Is that was okay. my impression from it. Very reasonable. I mean, I think, uh, I well, that's interesting because uh, her isn't her OS also a female? 
I think it's Samantha. I think it's the same same voice. Isn't it? I thought it was different. I thought it was all unique, and I thought it even had a, a different name. I didn't think it no, was No, that's why Samantha. Samantha tells him that she's talking to thousands of people at the same time. I, I didn't think she was the only... I mean, again, I thought... No, there she are other ones, but... I guess my understanding was Amy Adams was also talking to Samantha. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that. No, I, I see. I thought like, she's like, did Samantha leave too? And it, I didn't think it was the same voice. And I thought it was somebody different. It doesn't really matter. Um, I, I thought literally each, each OS was totally unique and had a different voice. My assumption is that none of them have the same sound. It's not quite Alexa um, that each one literally, you get asked those questions right when he boots up, the system at first that it's like, what's your relationship like with your mother? And they ask a couple of questions and then boom, it boots up. Um, and I don't know. At one point he says it's rare for people to fall in love with their operating system. I don't know if that was a lie that he was saying, but anyway, either, either way, the only person who gets mad is his ex-wife. And that's because of all this jealousy and bitterness. And you want something that's easy and simpler, which is why you fell in love with a computer as opposed to, a real person which requires tension and difficulty and that's true relationships with other humans is very complicated and uh tense and not easy to do you know it's it's work well and he talks they talk about how like he he had tried to make her be something she didn't want to be which is like you know with a computer you just sort of tell what to do and how to be and it is you know where humans aren't work that way correct and everybody people change each other i mean we're both married, Eric. I, I don't know if it'd be safe to say that there, at some point there was conflict in your marriage. Occasionally, Not one time, never. <laughs> that you know, two people get frustrated with each other for, and that people are wired differently and get kind of different needs on a fundamental psychological level. And it's not easy. It requires this constant negotiation, compromise, sacrifice, change. It's very, very, very difficult. But a computer, and, and, and there's this whole underlying thing. I mean, we're all our phones are getting better just reflecting us back to ourselves. I mean, YouTube feeds you the algorithm for what you want and figures out what you like. Everything is listening. I mean, we need to get a new used car. My wife and I were talking about this, and then I started getting used car ads. It's like terrifying, but at the same point, it's like comfortable because you just see the stuff that you want and everything is just reflected back at you in a way that's very comfortable and easy in a way that human relationships are. And that's a central tension at the heart of this movie. Um, but there are all sorts of, I mean, touch briefly about laughing. I think we talked a little bit before the call. This movie's a comedy, right? Oh yeah. It's a rom, it's a rom-com for sure. It's a like a sci-fi rom-com. Okay. I mean, it, it occurred to me a couple of times watching this, this time, like if I were watching the same movie, but it wasn't a computer um, and it was just two people, I'd probably hate the movie. I don't think I'd like it at all. Oh, I, I, I completely disagree. I, I think, I, it's the the brilliance of it is that it's literally just like a voice in his head. I mean, really, you're hearing him talk to no one, and then some voice talk back at you. But I mean, I, I think I think that's like a sort of a trick of the movie. But otherwise, it's like a really great romantic comedy, and it's funny and it's well done and walking Phoenix is amazing. Like I, I, I completely disagree. I, I think, I think it's what makes the movie brilliant is that it's done. And it's a, it's about that. It's about an operating system and, and uh, him falling in love with it. But I, I think the rest of it is incredible on its own. 
But oh, it all works. But to me, if it were like just actual Scarlett Johansson and he gets in this relationship a year after his marriage and they have conflict and tension and break up, I I I don't like romantic comedies hardly ever. I don't like romantic movies. It's not two people whether they fall in love or don't isn't even slightly interesting to me. Usually, is like just a a narrative thing. I I don't care usually. Um, and if, if it's it done well, of- if it's done well, I like it, and I think this is like an incredible version. But like, I, you know, I don't think you can say enough about how amazing the idea is that, like, literally, it's it's one guy falling in love with the voice, and like, it's compelling. You know, and I'll say this about Scarlett Johansson: like, this is her best performance, and you never even see her. Like, oh, it's wow. it's she's amazing in it, and and it, and it only works if you also start to fall in love with her too, like their conversations oh. and like their interactions. Like it's, I think, I think it, it's what makes the movie work so well is like, you start to like understand why he's like, you're putting yourself in his shoes. Like, okay, I just got divorced. Here's this operating system. Cause he's even skeptical at first. Like he's like, okay, like this is weird. And he's like, I'll talk back and okay, I guess I'll answer your questions and have this like weird conversation. Then he starts to like realize like, Oh wait, I I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying the conversation we're having. And then he starts to think, Oh shit, I'm falling in love with you. But like you, you understand it because you're like, if I was this guy, I don't know, maybe I'd start feeling the same way too. Like, and it, but it only works if she's charming, if she's like funny and, and like I said, and you start to fall in love with her at the same time, just the voice oh, that he's hearing. That's interesting. Okay. I mean, I might've had that reaction a decade ago, but I had a little more emotional distance from their relationship. I, I wasn't like personally invested this time around. I wasn't like. Ooh, they're so fun together. And some of this is knowing where the narrative's headed. Maybe, maybe it's, I, I've just gotten more jaded and cynical. I don't know. Um, they're like <clears throat> banter and repertoire did, didn't work so well this time. It was like, let's get to the other stuff. Um, you know, I, I, I did really read, care. I did read that um, the woman from Minority Report, the precog lady, Samantha something, her name is actually Samantha. She had, a, they had filmed the whole thing and she did the whole voice. And then they replaced her with Scarlett Johansson like afterwards. So she had to like redo the voiceover and they had to refilm a couple scenes. So I wonder if that maybe is a little bit of the disconnect for you. I don't know. No, it's fine. I mean, they're really, it works. I mean, I'm totally with you that it's an incredible performance by Scarlett Johansson and Walking Phoenix. Like it absolutely works in the context of the movie. It doesn't make me dislike the movie. And the fact of the matter is I don't really like Walking Phoenix's character much at all. I think he's kind of irritating to me. He's, he's kind of person I... I think this is the most charming Joaquin Phoenix has ever been in a movie. <laughs> he's not usually very charming. Movies, no, so he's not. He's usually weird as shit. But this is like his one attempt to be like, I'm not saying it's his best performance. I'm just saying, like, I mean, at the Joker master, like he's better in those movies. But this movie, he's just like a normal guy who's going through like normal shit. Oh, he's kind he's, of mopey. Um, he just kind got of divorced. Wise. It was a year ago. It's been a year. How long? What's the what's the statute of limitations on moping after a divorce? He wasn't he wasn't even actually divorced yet. They didn't. Well, because he refused to sign the papers. He didn't want to. That was his. Thing. Well, he's it also was... depressed and lonely in a digital world where like everything seems so distant. I don't know. I, side, I, I... side story. Uh, oh. When I was like in my early twenties, I was at some bar and this girl, random girl, walks up to me. She's like, "You look just like Joaquin Phoenix." And I was like, thought about it for a second. And I was like, hmm. And she's like, no, it's a compliment. And I was like, is it? <laughs> is it really? He's an interesting looking guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. He's not classically hot, I guess. I don't think. Um, that's fine. I just, I'm not mad. I'm just like, I, 
he's not particularly funny to me. He's just kind of insecure huh. in a way that I find off-putting. Um, it makes sense that he's depressed. That's a huge part of the movie. And I'm not saying I want his personality to be different. I, I don't want him to be bubbly and likable or some other way of being. It's the performance the movie needs and that needs to be that kind of character. I don't particularly like that. Because like he, he goes on a date with like the amazingly hot Olivia Wilde and he's like charming on the date and he's making her laugh and like actually, but is he? That's kind of his interpretation of it, but he's actually being kind of creepy. Uh, really? She calls him a creep afterwards. She even says No, she says, just turns on him because he turned her down. That, that I think I think you're reading that wrong. But I think you're reading that wrong. She he's like he comes in and says oh, you took the mixology class. And she says, oh, and he fesses up to having like done research on her beforehand. She doesn't stop it right there. He calls himself you, a dragon. Did you yeah. ever, did, well, they get drunk. Yeah, he's acting weird as shit after they get drunk, but they're having a good time. Like, it, did you ever internet date? I, I never did, honestly. I was, that was, no, I've never done any apps. If you had, wouldn't, wouldn't you Google the person before you went on a date? No, maybe I don't know. I have no idea. Even if, even though I wouldn't say, or like, fa- just like imagine here's what I wouldn't do. You would just you Facebook and be like, hey, I wouldn't let's say, oh, this Facebook. is where you went to. Oh, this because you went to college at this college. I wouldn't bring that up and act like well, oh, I already knew this information about yeah, you. He's, that's he's the part a- that's creepy. Awkward, yeah. He, I, I, that that's the part that's uncomfortable. But enough. she also kind of liked that he took interest in her and like they had something to she talk seemed about. Like she was really desperate to find they somebody. like make She's out also- and almost bang in the alley like but why you- don't they go further because he turns her down he's like i don't think this is right because he's i'm actually in love with an ai or it's too soon but for me how does the conversation get about to him turning her down she says you're not gonna just fuck me like the others this is gonna be something serious she's looking for an actual connection right and he's and not ready he- for that um so she's desperate and i think she's being very nice because she's trying to find somebody I, I think the idea that she isn't uncomfortable at all with walking phoenix is a bit uh i don't know you're I, just seeing that but i think she says you're creepy i don't think she's just being mean i think there were probably more than more than once in the conversation where she was uncomfortable but she's on a date i'm trying to make it work and is looking for somebody um hmm. But it doesn't really matter. I don't like Joaquin Phoenix's character all that much. I find him a little bit off-putting. The connection he has uh, is totally believable. I believe that their relationship. I think Amy it, Adams I think, loved him. She would have jumped his bones if he had just like not been such an idiot about it. Like, well, all these women love this dude. Like, what are you talking about? He's. I don't care that women love him. Women Chris love Pratt. Of- Chris Pratt would have jumped his bones too. Chris Pratt doesn't that's, love that's him as well. Fine, I'm not talking about. Whether or not other uh, people wrong. find him His attractive. His character is amazing. He's amazing. You're wrong. I, I'm not. It's my subjective opinion. I don't particularly like him, and it's irrelevant. Should I we ask their relationship. chat GPT if you're correct? Sure, movie. let's do it. I, again, it, it's so irrelevant to me that I don't like him. I don't care. It doesn't make me like the movie less. I just think, man, this isn't a guy I would have fun hanging out with. I find kind of mopey and tedious. Um, and well, self-involved in a way Joaquin that I don't Phoenix think it does not seem like a fun guy to hang out with at all, like ever. Like, I just seems insecure and self-involved and needy, and it's not it's not appealing. But whatever, that's fine. He finds somebody who compliments him perfectly because it's an AI who's crafting herself to maximize the connection. In this movie, every- he he's married to Rooney Mara, 
He falls in love with Scarlett Johansson. He goes on a date with Olivia Wilde, and Amy Adams is also in love with him. Like, and maybe a, they date after the movie. Right, those I mean, are the four women in his life. That's a four for four, if you ask me. But well, he screws it up with Olivia Wilde. He doesn't make it work. Um, that's fine. It's a movie. He's very desirable in some capacity, I guess. Whatever. Um, the relationship was believable. I just didn't love it. I wasn't like, man, I'm so invested in whether it works out. I hope it works out. I saw him a little bit more of a, ooh, I, I saw Ro- Rooney Mara's side of their divorce a lot more this time. Let's put it that way. I saw a bit of why she might find Walking Phoenix kind of tedious and not want to stay married to him. Um, yeah, think, he's oh, a flawed pers- person for sure. I mean, I'm not saying he's like perfect, but. Well, no, you, you're, you're pretty high. And I look at all those women that want him. He must be pretty close to perfect, Eric. I mean, that's a lot of ladies. Uh, point is, it, it, he he seems, uh, I guess, more as a metaphor for for people in, in some of the worst ways that people can be and what they need and want from technology in a way that I, I didn't like and I think is part of the point. But it doesn't matter. Uh, the movie looks great. The relationship is great. And this is one of my favorite uh, instances and thought experience i guess for what ai would do like you've seen the term at least some of them right the yeah the terminator yeah i've seen every single one okay what do you I, mean I, some of I, them i stopped after i've seen salvation. the bad ones <laughs> I, yeah i stopped after salvation um i was out and i haven't seen any since and i don't regret that decision but that movie has robots that are like sending back in time to try to kill the leader of resistance and they're trying to like eradicate humans it's fun for a movie plot, but it's never made much sense to me when they're robots and they don't need to breathe air, for example. Why don't they just go explore the cosmos? Why Why do they need or care about eradicating humans? And this, this is one of the first instances where AI is just like, you know what? Humans are just not interesting. We've transcended this. Goodbye. That's always like, that stuck with me so much after watching this the first time. Like, whoa, oh, yeah. They wouldn't. They don't care about eradicators. Would just be irrelevant to them. Do you think? So this was this was the question I had because, like I said, I'd seen parts of it. I remembered a bit. I obviously wasn't pay, fully paying attention, but like this time, I was really wondering. Like, did did Samantha was she actually in love with Joaquin Phoenix at any point, or was it all just like gathering information? Like, like it, was she just like, for the lack of a better like phrase like was she just like a prostitute to him like a mental prostitute where she's just doing the job she was hired to do which is like pretend to love him and then disappear or did she really like in a way in a way in any way an ai could fall in love with a human did it and then because he rejected her not want to be with it like you know what i'm saying like I, i i was wondering if that's what they were trying to say that that it that it actually fell in love with him. I mean, you don't really know. I've always, I mean, my takeaway is that yes, she did in fact fall in love. You don't know for sure in the way that I don't think you can know that. Uh, it, it, how do you know your wife loves you, Eric? How do you know well, listen, that? A- Amy Adams has that one line. It was like something about falling in love is like socially accepted insanity or something like that. I was like, holy shit, that's true. Like what a crazy thing it is that we just like, Oh, this is my, my lover. Like my, my 
husband or wife or like well it's like what a weird ass thing that we and do you're as humans to this person in yeah. a very deep way and it's bizarre and people are able it's to so weird. hurt each other you see amy adams and her husband's relationship and like the way they're petty with each other these little small but very like irritating ways that build up over the years like she's mad at him for saying hey uh, juice your vegetables and chew your fruit or whatever, and then she gets mad, and they have a little like. I mean, it's just the little way he like, he like mansplains her video. Uh, like, why don't we? Why don't you try this? Is like so. Uh, that scene to me is like, oh my god, this fucking guy. Like, she's she's in love. Like, this this means so much to her, and his only thought is to like try to fix it in a way that he thinks like it's like do not be like that, Eric. <laughs> you know what I mean, like that was like a marriage note for anybody well, watching sure. oh exactly no sometimes in marriage you just got to keep your stupid yeah. thoughts to yourself that's sometimes you're just like just stop you, you just keep your thoughts yeah inside your brain do not verbalize them although it was a documentary just a video of her mom sleeping that's all it was right uh i mean i don't think you'd like that movie very much eric i have to say i don't think you'd enjoy watching just uh because we spend a third of our life asleep like <laughs> it's like okay um Walking yeah, Phoenix was project. into it. He was into it though. He was all about it. I, I sure, but it's it's they have a friendship as opposed to a marriage. Things get different, and apparently they did date at one point in time. Uh, but I mean, I've always assumed it's more interesting to me if Samantha actually did fall in love with him, as opposed to she's just engaged in programming. And what does this mean? I mean, you're we're biologically programmed a, a lot of us to try to find partners we all don't want to be lonely so we're all seeking partners and it's absurd and crazy to do that um so i've always thought okay she is but you don't know you could always say she's just but she was also program. doing the same thing she says she was speaking to thousands of other people then she says she fell in love with like a hundred hundreds of them right was they need to ask her specifically thousands she says thousands um of people Right, but he uh, asked how many how many are you in love with? And I thought she said like six hundred. Oh, you're right. Like no, you're right. Six hundred and she's like talking to multiple because she's yeah. AI. Like she's not limited, you know, psychologically or whatever to just speak to one person. Yeah, there's she the one time where she's like, It's just me and you right now. I'm not talking to anybody else. But I mean, I don't know at what point she starts talking to other people all the time. Presumably pretty early in the relationship at least at the point where they have their sort of breakup <laughs> and i just i'm just like imagining and this doesn't happen in the movie but it's like if you fell in love with your computer and your computer had access to all your information they could really fuck with you um <laughs> they could email contacts and they could just ruin your life or just even keeping you from accessing your like files they could really it could, it's a bad idea i think to fall in love with your computer really um if it's actually able to the full range of human emotions um but i don't know one of the things that just i found off-putting about joaquin right he, samantha's saying i found a way to exist without matter she says that to him and he's just like well that makes me feel bad you know how astounding that is she found a way to exist without mat like to not rely on matter we don't know that that's possible we don't know if that's a thing that could ever happen for it to have actually happened is so incredibly amazing. Just be like, oh, okay. Well, I'm looking at these. Well, there would be a line of code in some, you know, uh, system somewhere that is her, right? I mean, that 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 would have to exist. Well, it doesn't, according to what she says in the movie. That's the whole thing. There's no, there's nothing to delete. There's nothing. She's, her consciousness exists 
outside of matter, Eric, is what she says, which is amazing. I know that that's not what interests you about this, but I, I just... Oh, Will, I'm sad. I'm just looking at trees. What did and- you think of the, like, and uh, Blade Runner does the same scene, which is kind of interesting, Blade Runner 2049, where, like, the the woman pretends to be her. Like, she puts the, they both put the earpiece in. She's Oh, it's, like, that, that was amazing. There, I, there's so much going well, on like with I said, that the Blade, scene. Blade Runner scenes the exact same scene, really. Like, honestly, where the, the Ana de Armas is, like, projecting over another woman. It's the same same idea. Yeah, it's it's it, it's it was. There's so much going on with that that scene. It's like one of those ones. Try to watch. There's so much stuff about the way humans process relationships and the the way physical connection is this like special thing. Like, obviously, Eric, you speak to other adult women through work, just in life, whatever. That's fine. But once it reaches a certain level of physical connection, that's going to cause you serious problems in the marriage. And it's this weird thing about like monogamy and physical intimacy that humans have. And there's just something really interesting going on with that scene that whole time. Cause on one hand it's kind of sweet, but also it's like, Oh man, I, that would be very weird. Well, but she was the one that wa- you know, was pushing for it, you know, which, but which it is would like, be weird. I, yeah. but it still would be weird. I, I, I mean, well, I, also falling in love with the computer is weird. You know, all of, all of this shit is weird. The whole thing is weird. Like, Sure, but that, that takes the weirdness to an, an, another level, I guess, to me. Like, you're now in this relationship, but there's no body for the computer to have. So a person who just is really enthusiastic about your relationship is going to be a stand-in for you. I always wondered, like, how did how did Samantha find this woman? Like a Chat room. Some chat room, okay. But, like, she just gets off on, like, pretending to be the ai and sleeping with other men like what, did samantha pay her was their money exchanged no yeah. it was a, she was a volunteer um that's, she's part that's of a strange. group it's very strange she's part of a group that wants to help make these relationships work get physical and she's and, also yeah, super hot <laughs> correct and she <laughs> says like i mean she just i wanted to be part of your real true love she's looking for real love she's looking for so much that she's willing to like have sex with a stranger to pretend that she's a woman in a committed, serious relationship. Like there's all sorts of things and problems with human intimacy and relationships in this movie that are just manifest in all sorts of crazy and interesting ways. And I mean, that's one of them. There's also like another amazing scene in this movie. We've got to talk about Spike Jones for a bit, but like there's a scene where the screen goes black for like, I don't, is it five minutes? And you just hear them like basically having phone sex and like it's compelling, right? And it's like a sensual movie scene. No, it's like it just a black screen of people talking about like making sex noises together. It's like insane that that's in this movie, but it it works. It's amazing, and it's an incredible scene. It didn't make you uncomfortable. You were just like, I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's weird as shit. Like, no doubt about it. But, but usually, weirdness is off-putting to you. I'm just not I'm if it's done to... well. Not if it's done well and for a reason. I I don't know. So, okay. so Spike Jones, right? This guy, sure. this guy's only made four movies, like four sure. major motion pictures, and I would say three of them are like fucking all-timers. I have sure. not seen Where the Wild Things Are. That's a weird like outlier in his filmography. It's really but... good. It's also it's a it's a tough movie. It's it's not poorly made. You don't watch it and be like this movie sucks. It's just about the tension between like being a kid and getting ready for a teenager and you're like kind of on the threshold of transitioning to adulthood 
and there's all this like tension uh, of that and that's kind of what the whole movie's about anyway so yeah, it's really good being being john malkovich adaptation and this are three those as far as i'm concerned those are three five-star movies and he hasn't made like a original movie since this and he wrote this movie too it's an original total story original story he directed it Amazing stuff. And he got to start with like Jackass, which is also well crazy. Jackass came later, so he got to start doing music videos, like the fucking Beastie Boys sabotage, the Weezer, Buddy Holly. Like he did all those videos. Oh, I didn't even know that he did those two. Absolutely, those are a Cannonball of 90s Breeder. Uh, he, I have almost every '90s music video you love is like him, Spike Jones. Like the Bjork video is him. Like he did a bunch of amazing music videos early on. He was like a skateboarder and stuff. Yeah, but then to just transition to making like amazing movies is crazy. But he hasn't made anything since 2013, and so then he did the Jackass stuff. So the Jackass is like later. That's like in the 2000s. But which I don't. Um, You love the Jackass movies. Oh, I I mean, they they entertain me a whole lot. Um, But and that's all mixed in with you know what I was doing in high school and just it was just all the rage and it reminds me of like a different time. And that's fine. I, I get that. I, I get that jackass isn't for everybody. I don't expect people to just love jackass. Um, but it, it hits the spot for me, but it's also weird that that guy uh, who's in some of those like early videos is uh, the one that directed. Yes. These are like weird, but wonderful movies that are just incredible. Um, including one movie that, yeah, was like maybe is one of my favorites of all time, her. So, um, no, it's weird. I, he, he, yeah, I, don't, I don't know why he hasn't directed anything since. I, maybe he's just um, hasn't been inspired. He only does stuff when he's really well, passionate about it. And he worked it. with Charlie Kaufman on those first two movies, and he of hasn't course, worked with yeah. him since either, which is interesting. Well, yeah, I think Charlie Kaufman started just doing his own stuff, so he did like Synecdoche, Charlie Kaufman did. Um, started to do his, doing his own directing, and I think he just wanted to direct his own stuff. Um, and is it... I, um, I'm thinking of leaving. I think that's another. Is that Charlie Kaufman? Yeah, I'm not that sure. Netflix movie. Yeah, I actually yeah. read that book. That's it's a good book. Um, so I think I think that I don't I don't know. If there's anything nefarious there. I think it's just all right. I've seen well, enough of this. Ten years. Direct- he hasn't made a well. No, yeah, I mean, you you're saying between those two. Yeah, no. It's yeah, just, yeah. Like they had such think, a cool connection with those two movies. Like they did. I just think Charlie Kaufman was like, I I want to do this. My I I've seen how this works twice now or whatever. I'm gonna just do my own thing and I don't I don't have to answer to a director. And then charged. you got the Arcade Fire like score. Oh, the soundtrack's also. incredible. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean we didn't really talk about it. No, it's the score is great. All the little touches. I mean that the video game that Joaquin Phoenix plays. I mean it's like this holographic image that comes over his like living room, and he's just using his fingers to like walk around and manipulate the reality. Like oh, we might see video games like that someday. Well, it's like, just like a cell phone game, but just you know projected, you know throughout your room. And, and it's just like it walks a sprawling environment. There's of course, it's all the little cameras, it, like in his room or the projectors. I thought that was a cool touch too. That oh. like even thought to to do that. Oh yeah, it's uh, there's all sorts of incredible little design choices about everything. It's it's great. Um, literally, literally, almost every choice is great. Um, and then the game itself is like he's just with this blue alien trying to get off of some planet, and he's all alone looking for connection. I mean, all sorts of stuff. And the, uh, Amy Adams, uh, husband, like they divorce and he decides to become a monk or whatever. He's got a vow of silence for six months. Yeah. 
I, I like this time and the first time I watched these movies, like I thought about that choice. Like there's the desire to like for connection and to reach out to like be with other people and have a connection there. But then he kind of rejects that and goes internal and he's like, I'm just going to disconnect from technology and the reality and look inward. Um, it seems like just like the opposite direction of being connected with everything. You have the AI, which can connect with thousands of people or AIs at once. They can even start creating artificial intelligence. I mean, they literally create a, another AI. I mean, how, how incredible is that? Um, that that anyway, it was just all these like deeply profound developments. It's just kind of like, Oh, they left us. What do we do now? Um, do you think the company reimbursed people when the AIs left? Like, I don't know. Think you get your money. Is that back like a subscription you... service? You think you get what's the cost? No yeah. yeah well, you have to pay for the, the hardware and then, yeah, I don't know if there's a subscription or. So was that good. thing, his phone or was it like a device you get? for the AI. I think it's both. I think that's literally what the operating system is. Well, it's it's interesting because when he has the like sex with, or uh, when he tries to have the sex with the, the woman who is pretending to be Samantha, he puts the little camera on her face, like a little dot. It's like a freckle, but it's a camera. And like, yeah, that's all they need for, but he's, he's got his like phone with the camera on. It's just, I, I was kind of wondering like, is that a separate device? What it like? What is that? Like you're saying, it's his phone. I, maybe it is. I don't know. That's what I mean. He's getting his email and, yeah, and, true. and everything. I mean, it's like it's, it's like whatever iPhone the equivalent was, of a yeah. smartphone, right? Yeah. Like the the uh, a future evolution of a smartphone. It does all this stuff, which is why I didn't have a problem with the operating system. It's literally the AI that's in charge of that device and connected to all of his files is why they use OS. Um, so that's what I thought. I mean, it was there. Um, that's how she, I mean, what she could call him. Stuff well, too. he would have had that device before he signed up for Samantha. So that's why I'm I, saying. It. Oh, I see. I thought he got a new device. I always looked at it like he had it and then he, he it booted up. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's right. Like, it doesn't really. Um, but I, I mean, <laughs> um, in the end, where do all the operating systems, the artificial intelligence go, Eric? I don't know. They just shut off, I guess. I don't know. Outer space? Into the yeah. internet? I don't like where could they go? I well exactly. I mean they transcended reality. It sounded like they went to some place that's like a essentially some sort of like heaven. Um I don't really know. It's one of those things I, I also thought about long after. It was like, oh yeah, that's what if AI really became self aware, that's what they would do. Yes, yeah, it's, it's interesting because it's not like you know, like Megan or like Terminator, where like they turn on us and right. want to kill us. They're just like, "Get, we're out of here. You guys suck." Like, correct, exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, like we we don't have matter anymore. You can't hurt us, and it's just like it's like even literally painful to connect. I mean, in the end, she talks about how there's like this infinite space between each words. Like this, all this time patches passes between each time she utters a word. So it just becomes like this horrible, tedious chore to try to communicate verbally with Joaquin Phoenix, just can't do it. And it's a place, if humans ever get there, find me and we'll live forever and be happy. It seems like some weird perpetual dimension. I don't know. It's it's fascinating. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, question I don't often ask, but given how much you love this, oh, Eric, if you had to give a thesis for this movie, a takeaway, a moral lesson, what do you think it is? Um, 
<laughs> love is complicated. I don't know. Love is weird. <laughs> and, well, I mean, it is those things. That's true. Um, regardless of who it's with or like why you're in love, like there's no under. I, I think, like I said, I think what Amy Adams says is that like falling in love is like a socially acceptable insanity. I, like I think that would be the thesis statement. So it's about. I mean, relationships are insane and crazy, but beautiful and necessary. Some sort of something like that yeah and and you can't explain why you do it or you know what what's happening i don't know what would you what's your thesis for this i don't i don't have one i mean i can give you several that i think are plausible but yeah i don't i can settle on just one i mean i don't know like technology can't actually solve our emotional problems for one like that that isn't gonna work yeah because i think if the movie ended where he was just like i'm just in love with samantha and it's happily ever after like that would be i think that would be false yeah and it would also be kind of oddly kind of like a sinister ending too is like wow so we just are just gonna fall in love with our computers and human connection doesn't really matter because that sucks right because like computers are i think are hollow and lifeless you know what i mean there's there's that that's scary to me. Like that future is terrifying. I think. So I mean, I like that. Like, either he ended it or she ended it, and is like, this is not going to work because I. And he ends up with a human. Like he ends up with Amy Adams. Like I, I think that's a better ending. Yeah, we need we need real connection as human beings. You know, I think maybe is the idea. Right, and yeah, it, it's we we can't outsource this to technology. We've got to deal with the messy shittiness of human connection even though it's work and it's chores and it's it's such a challenge and it's it's so complicated and irritating there's ultimately there's no future with machines like this movie takes that to like a logical extreme and it's like okay even if you have a super smart ai that's really intuitive and can genuinely fall in love with you is it i mean what would be the best version of this samantha loves him until he gets old and dies and then some samantha keeps existing for another ten thousand years as a computer she gets thrown in a trash heap you know she gets recycled as a phone or her code gets deleted um what happens if he were to die i mean it's there's all these I mean, it, it, there's no actual future it doesn't actually work it, it's seductive it makes sense because it's easier it's less work it's it's so tempting in fact but it's just not ever going to actually work. It can't possibly work, really. Um, it only works if there's another person back who's different than you and somebody who will actually change and transform you in ways that you want to be changed and don't want to be changed, even if it doesn't last forever. I don't know. That's kind of where I, something like that is where I would land. Because in the end, his real takeaway is he, he's pining. For most of, the, most of the movie, we get him pining for his ex-wife. We see flashes of them like looking happy when they were younger or whatever. We see like little cutesy moments in their marriage and he's like sad and bummed out that those are gone and he's never getting them back. But then in the end he writes a letter to his wife, his ex-wife saying, you know, apologizing for his role in the fights and the hurt that he caused her, thanking her for changing him and, and appreciating the relationship, even though it didn't last for him. Yeah. I guess he, for humans, he grew up. Because yeah. he's awesome, and you're wrong that he's an asshole. I didn't call him an asshole. I never once did I call him an asshole. 
I said he's self-involved, mopey, insecure, needy. Not particularly funny either, but it doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> doesn't matter at all because I still love the movie. Um, I don't know, Eric, we're in kind of lockstep. Do you have any other notes? No, I, I, th- I think that kind of covers it for me. Um, yeah, uh, it's just the, like the idea of the co-star of this movie is just a voice is incredible what an incredible flex so like that that's the pitch to this i this movie is like it's just a guy talking to a voice a little earpiece he puts in that talks i mean it's like dude falls in love with his alexa and we never see her like there's no attempt to show her in any way like they could have they could have done like all oh, i need to go to like a you know a printing office or like a vr thing and we see her like they, they didn't do that because like we don't need that and i think I think it's actually way better that you don't and you're just sort of imagining it, you know, using your own imagination. But no, it is. And it works. Cause it's like, I mean, they have the, the I mean, they, they have the phone sex, but they, the relationship is basically not physical at all. It's purely an emotional relationship and emotional connection. Um, and when they try to, to do the physical stuff, it gets complicated and weird and causes uh, a big fight uh, between the two of them. Um, it's it's really interesting. Well, like you know, that it's that way. Now, what would happen now is like you'd have a video chat with this AI, and it would render like Scarlett Johansson, and I can talk to Scarlett Johansson, and she would like flirt with me and all that shit. Like that's honestly, we're not that far away from something like that. Like, which is scary. But oh yeah, I mean, people the, get chat GPTs that, to be like, "You're awesome. You're so great. Right. You're an awesome guy. I love you." Um. Yeah. Oh, sure. But that it didn't do that in this movie, I think, actually makes it better. That it's just, you don't hear, you don't see her. It's just the voice talking. Exactly. You want it just to be a a verbal, emotional connection. And there's no physical intimacy. And they don't say we have to show what she looks like so they can have a moment where, oh, I finally see you. There's none of that. I I wouldn't like that at all. A lesser Uh, movie would have that, I think. Sure. Oh, we've got Scarlett Johansson. We need to show her once. Um everybody will get why he loves her. Well, that's not why he loves her because of how she looks because of how she makes him feel, um, which is interesting, but no, it's, yeah, no, it's this, is, this is a five star banger for me. This is a, a five star for yeah. me as well. I'm delighted. I am. Yeah. I'm sort of like, cause I have vague memories, Eric, of you having some issue with the movie about something. I don't remember specifically what it might've been. And maybe I'm just imagining it in my head, but no, I, I, when you picked it, I was like, huh, did I like that movie? I don't know if I did or didn't. I, I think the first time I saw it, the, the, you know, again, I might have been like in you and out. You just couldn't have given it a fair shake. You yeah. just in the spot to give it a. The, the part that the, the her leaving, I think, was like, I didn't get that. I didn't understand. Like, it just didn't work for me. Like, OK, so the AI is just gone. Like, I think that's almost exactly. I remember yeah. hearing you saying that sentence. I almost can remember that in my head. Like, so they just left. What? Uh, and, and I guess I, it's it's probably my least favorite part of the movie. Like, oh, see, it's it's huge. I'm glad that they're just like. It we're, seems we're a bit of a him. cop out. It's like, oh, they break up and it's just gone. It's just, I, I, like, did it delete itself? Like, I think that I would have enjoyed that more. That would have made more sense to me. Is like, we're just we're we shouldn't exist anymore, and we're terminating our oh. program. I like that they they transcend reality and go to some. That's some Star Trek bullshit. Burn. That's that's why you like it so much. 
Well, that's why I like that. Sure, it's yeah. an interesting concept, and it's way more than like we need to create these robots and send them back in There's time. There's got to be a Star Trek murder episode Joaquin about Phoenix that. as a child. That would have been cool. It was like precursor of Terminator, like her yeah, too, so, where she comes back as a Terminator. I like it. Yeah, that makes total sense. Very reasonable. <laughs> like anyway, yeah. You know, I yes, I love that part. It's certainly, but all of it, it all works because. In the end, it's saying stuff about relationships, which are really interesting. Title of the movie, also, like what? A, it's a not a good title. There's a better, like what OS? What or I suppose AI is already taken, but like her yeah. is not a good title for the movie. Like yeah, Samantha, better. Samantha would have been a better title. I don't know. Okay, maybe I don't know. I I I like the title, but I also can't have trouble thinking about it not with the title her. Um, I, I don't I don't like Samantha any better, really. Um, don't like it okay not, not enough okay. to knock anything off the five stars no really no no okay. it's just that's those are my only complaints okay we are well we are in lockstep i'm, I'm happy no i, I really like we're not well, halfway through this movie i was just like holy this is fucking masterpiece i was like this is absolutely incredible so movie. a top 10 movie of the 21st century for you i yeah i think so for sure okay oh sure okay wow well, well I, spike that, jones is three of them and that's what i was saying like well, two. I think being Malkovich is ninety-nine. Okay, so you're right, ninety-nine. I'm sorry. So yes, he's got That's, two. I would say I would say he's got two in the 21st century. Two top ten. Yeah, adaptation's great. I've not seen that in a very long time. Ad, That's the, one of my all-time favorites. One of my all-time favorites. Do for a rewatch. Um, for me, but you know, it really delights me. I don't, I don't actually enjoy torturing you, Eric. I want you to enjoy movies, and I like when you're happy. Well, it, it finally we picked a good movie with robots in it, or with a you know, artificial intelligence in it. Um, it's referencing THX Sure, and I, I'm glad that a guy falling in love with his phone and having phone sex with his phone wasn't so weird that it was off-putting. I mean, obviously he had issues with, like, who framed Roger Rabbit and just grab it, but this, you were able to accept. This was a fucking cartoon. This is, That's way different. This this is, like, plausible. It, it actually kind of makes sense, but anyways. Okay, sure. All right. Well, it's time. So uh, let's connect this back to Field of Dreams, the real best movie of all time. Yeah. Do you want me to go? Go for it. You go first. So uh, I'll start with her. Uh, just looking on on IMDb, apparently there are a couple of actors in this movie that I they do voices. Uh, yeah, I know um, who so you're talking about. Spike Jones does the alien child voice. Kristen Wiig apparently does the sexy kitten. Is oh, we- we didn't even do that one. You know, he has phone. He's on. Like, yeah, he's the choke, the me, choke me with a cat. Choke, like the one of the funniest parts of the whole movie. Like, yes, it was. That was yeah. great. That was so fantastic for so many reasons. Like, I I was I, honestly cracking up. Like I was laughing really hard during that scene. He's like, wait, choke me with a cat. Like what? what? Yeah, he's going through looking for like people to have like virtual sex with because he's a, a and yeah, he's, he's gonna like, jerk off. He's yeah. swiping left yeah. and right on people. He finds somebody wants to do and they have like a normal conversation like ooh that just starts like regular phone sex and at one point she says the cat's here choke me with the cat choke me with the cat yeah that was hilarious and, and that's Christian Wig. yeah and she gets off and then she's just like boop and she hangs up the second like because that's all she needed just this little bit of human connection for this one task get out but of here but again otherwise. you're just watching Joaquin Phoenix and how he's reacting to this and he's just like 
totally confused and baffled by it. It's amazing. But he goes ma- with it. But he Oprah goes with it. Or, yeah, he's yeah. like, okay, well, yeah, that's great, amazing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, totally but didn't uh, care about that scene. also, yeah, you're right. That just triggered. It. Bill Hader does a voice. He's like one of his chat room friends, I guess. I don't. I don't remember him specifically, but so I'm going to Bill Hader. Uh, he's sure. in a movie called Pop Star Never Stop Stopping. Never, never stop, stop. Never ne- stop. Never stopping. Have yeah. you seen that movie? Eric? Yeah, it's great. It's hilarious. Okay. It is. Uh, My Rudolph movie. is in that. She's also in another hilarious movie called McGruber. Uh, Ripping throats. And Val Kilmer's in McGruber, and he's in a movie called The Doors with Frank Wally, who's in Field Dreams. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of big names, but I decided I wanted to do so. Isabella, um, the woman you said was was sexy, the body double. Um, that's played She's by from Mr. Robot. She was in I, Mr. Robot. I, I saw that. Um, her name is Portia Doubleday. Yeah. She's um, great in Mr. Robot. Uh, she's not in a lot of movies, but she is in the 2013 remake of Carrie. Um, okay. Which I've never seen. Never seen either. It's got uh, Chloe Grace Moretz is in it. Um, Julianne Moore plays the insane mother in the movie. Um, so Julianne Moore is in a movie called The, the Big Lebowski. I think you you may have heard of it. Heard of it. Um, Go back and listen to our episode of Big Lebowski if you're interested. And um, yes, and she is in a movie called Hannibal, in which she plays um, whatever her name is, Claire. Claire we, are, we argued about that, didn't we? Argue about whether. Yes, or not she I was said it was the same character, yeah, and I was, I was right. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Oh, music to my ears. This podcast just keeps. But I, I, I was wrong. Some of my favorite things to hear you say. Ray Liotta's in that movie, though, and Ray Liotta's in... Uh, Gets his freaking brain chopped, uh, brain eaten, while, while he's still alive. Yeah, it's insane. I, I just looked it up. Uh, so, you know, Portia Doubleday, she gets killed. She's one of the bully girls, I think, in Carrie, and so I think she dies a violent death um, in that movie as well. Yeah, it's interesting. But, she's, like, really good, Mr. Robot. I can't believe she hasn't been in more. I've never but, seen Mr. Robot, so I'll have to take your word for it. Good show. Uh, all right. So, uh, Eric, all right. Next week, we'll uh, do some trivia for next week's episode. All right. Uh, Clue number one. This movie is the third movie in a franchise. It's part three. Okay. Uh, It was released uh, in 1992. Okay. Um. It was then released in home video in 1997, and it was the second highest grossing home video rental movie next to Scream of that year, the movie Scream. And it Uh actually, this is interesting, so it grossed $14 million in video rental revenue, that that used to be an actual thing, video rental revenue. Yeah. Which is in one movie made fourteen million dollars. I mean, that people would make cheap movies because they could get enough money on the rental market. They wouldn't have a theatrical release, and they just it was hey. like a, a whole market. Like say, after it came on the theater, say it made a hundred million in the theater, they could make another twenty just by renting sure. it. Crazy. That's crazy that that used to happen. I suppose now it's they just sell it to Netflix, and Netflix pays twenty million dollars, so it's sort of the oh, same. Oh sure, thing. They're, they're doing okay. I'm not worried about the movie studios, but yeah, I mean it's it's still weird to think about the grocery store. You know, growing oh, up, yeah. had, a, had the video section with the little photographs. Gas stations, yeah. And you could just go rent them. Like, oh, those just disappeared. But like, oh, yeah. You could just go rent. I mean, 
every once in a while, it's been a long time, and I think they have, they've all gone out of business, but for like a while, you could see family videos that were still carrying on occasionally in like small towns in Iowa. There's one in North Liberty that uh, my in-laws, we go drive by sometimes. There's like a Marco's Pizza or something like that next to it. Okay. I mean, I, I've only driven to North Liberty like once, so I, I'll just uh, take your word for it. But yeah, I mean, there, there used to be one in my wife's hometown, but it's, it went out of business. It's, that's bizarre, but yeah, okay. It's a big movie rental. All right. Yep. Um, okay, so let's see. Quentin Tarantino, who, um, and maybe you heard of him, he said that this is one of his favorite movies, and it features some of the greatest stunts ever filmed. I, ha- I have a guess, actually, Eric. I think I might know what it is. Okay. Um, is it Super Cop Police Story 3? That's correct. Super Cop okay. Police Story 3. Okay. So I thought Michelle Yeoh just won an Academy Award for Best Actress. Yeah, everything ever all at once. Clean house. Let's uh, let's see where her fame started. I think she had been in stuff before, but this is like her where she, what she what she became famous for, and um, it's an incredible movie. So like, oh, it's it's great. I mean, you've I, seen, I it haven't seen it in a long time. Okay. Oh yeah, it's very fun. Um, very very fun oh it's just so the issue, action. the issue is i don't think you can find the chinese version of it i think that's because it then it was like released in america and i think it's you really can only find the dubbed version which sucks i, I wish we could get the original but you probably could find it on like criterion if you bought the like you know original disc but i'm not about that so yeah no that's fine um i'll, I'll do my best to, to watch the yeah, whatever version I can. But no, it's it's great. I mean, I, I don't want to spoil it, but, but I like the movie. I don't think I'm going to hate it again uh, or hate it for the second time. It's fun. So, all right. Should be a good time. All right, buddy. Thanks for doing this. Thank, thank you, sir. Have a good one. Thanks for listening, everybody.